Well, hello, this is Tim Marr, and this is Failing Up. Thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful, wonderful musical introduction. I think there's just a tinge of the holiday flair in Jungle Jim's musical introduction. Such a festive guy sitting right over in the corner of the basement studio here, located on the shores of the wonderful Seneca River, flowing north into the Oswego River, all the way up to Lake Ontario, the smallest of the Great Lakes, the greatest lakes in the United States. They're inland oceans and uh, make a right-hand turn, hit the St. Lawrence Seaways, pass a thousand islands, you'll boat past 1,000 islands, right out into the Atlantic Ocean, right into Canada, boom, out into the Atlantic Ocean, just like the voice of this show. Or if you make a left-hand turn, off you go to Toronto, a little bit south, and you're going to shuffle on off to Buffalo. The Bills are playing today. The Bills are having a great season. Uh, hoping they're able to win out and uh, have a nice playoff run in the AFC East and then the AFC. I was hoping, and I am still hoping, for a Bills-Packers championship. But you could always make a left there, a little south, and head over into uh, Buffalo. Watch out for the rapids of the Niagara River because you don't want to go over the falls. But you do want to stop by and take a look at it. One of the uh, seven wonders of the world, Niagara Falls. Probably about 12 of them by now, but there used to be seven. And that was one of them. One of them. Yes, it was. This is Tim Marr. This is Failing Up. Thank you, Jungle Jim, over there behind his synthesizer. Synthesizer. There we go. Synthesizer. When you try to focus too much on how you're going to pronounce a word that's a little tricky, you're going to blow it. You just got to spit it out. You just got to say synthesizer. 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 My tongue goes right up uh, underneath my teeth to the front of the roof of my mouth and blows the whole word. Synthesizer. There it is. Synthesizer. Synthesizer. Incisor is a dentist, and synthesizer is Jungle Jim. Over there, you know, and uh, it's got a little jar on top of his synthesizer right now. I threw a dollar in it this morning or the afternoon or whenever I'm recording this. I'm recording this on, by the way, on 12-18-2021. It's Sunday. The Sunday before Christmas hurried week. This is when I really feel like it's Christmas time. You know, we're starting to get some snow up here in the in the Northeast. And, uh, you know, this is really, you know, I don't, I don't get into it too early because you can get crazy. But, you know, the tree's decorated. The train's around the tree. Uh, it took three weeks to do it, but that's okay. Less stress. I still have to shop, but that's okay. I'll get it all done tomorrow. And uh, then it's Christmas. I try to keep the Thanksgiving into Christmas, and that helps. But here we are going into Christmas 2021. That's right. You know, we'll get into New Year's a little later and we'll get into all the reflections. But 2021, you know, because, oh my gosh, Christmas 2021, it's a lot better than what well, is better than last year. How much we've changed, but yet how much we remain similar to last year. Last year at this time, there was no vaccine. We had a new president elect, but yet we had a president who refused to concede the election. So we had all that going on. We had the hope of a vaccine on the horizon. We had uh, a pandemic that was raging, raging, uh, and um, we were all pretty much isolated because of that. Christmas 2021, well, at least we have a vaccine. We have a, over 50 million people have chosen not to take the vaccine for some reason. Uh, we have two variants that have come through, and um, and we're, we're on the cusp of having another uh, major outbreak, but yet we have vaccines. We have, we have tools now. We didn't have tools a year ago, but now we have tools. And if you want to use those tools, you can help combat this and, and, and you know, uh, make this pandemic um, manageable and hopefully 
uh, diminish it. I don't know if we'll ever see the uh, going away, you know, the extinction of uh, COVID, the COVID virus. But we can make it manageable. We can live like with smallpox and other uh, pandemics and the Spanish flu if you just do what you're supposed to do. So going into this Christmas, we're faced with, with those types of challenges again. We're going to be looking at all those challenges and just hope that um, the world, because this is a world um, pandemic, rises to the occasion. It takes a lot, you know. I was uh, reading something where they compared uh, individuals who were born in, say, 1900 and then uh, to, you know, us, and I'm, I'm, I'm a pampered, I'm pampered, I'm a pampered generation. So let's, let's be clear. I'm going to do a whole podcast on the pampered people. But if you look at, some, if you look at an individual who was born in the 1900s, my grandfather was born in the late, um, in, you know, in 1900. And my grandfather was born in the late um, 19th century. Those individuals' lives, their lifespan uh, was in, included a pandemic, two world wars, a major depression, uh, two world wars, two, one conflict, which was actually a war, the Korean War, and then uh, the Vietnam War, all in their lifetime. Uh, think, think of family members that they, that they knew who were perished. Um, protests, civil rights, a major dep a depression where the whole country, a crash of a stock market, a, pandem a pandemic with the Spanish flu. They went through all of that, all of that in their lifetime. Now I look at somebody like me, who in my lifetime, I was a child of the 60s, so I was, you know, uh, a child listening to all the music and watching things on the news. You know, my biggest issue growing up was, um, I don't know whether or not I was going to get five bucks to put gas in a car or uh, th those social things. You know, I never really faced uh, crises, constant, consistent, you know. But now here we are, and, and generations after me, and, and now, or you know, I believe even you know more. You know, do I have? Is my phone battery charged? But I'm not going to get off on that tangent today. It's going to be a whole other podcast that we'll get off on. But um, is my phone battery charged? Um, that's so. So so pulling in and asking people to really um, uh, make the, I guess sacrifices, but it's only wearing a mask for God's sakes and getting the vaccine. I mean, imagine when you couldn't even buy butter. I guess so. Whole different, whole different world. But but here we are in the in the in the Christmas season. You know the the, the cusp. You know this is when it really is Christmas. You know December eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth. You know the Christmas music's out there. It's wherever you are. This is it. You know coming down the home stretch. You see the you see the bulging eyes. People are driving a little more crazy because they got to get to that sale or they got to get to that Christmas party or everybody swears they're going to go on a diet, but you're not. It's Christmas time. You're going to eat. You're going to eat. You know, enjoy it. But it, it, it takes me back to uh, one of my favorite parts about the Christmas season is music. Christmas music. Certain Christmas music. Some Christmas music is just garbage. Okay. Let's be clear. Some Christmas music is like eating too much candy. It is just crap and it's bad for you. And it's horrible to listen to. There are, there are Christmas songs that just make me, they're just bad and I turn them off immediately. Then there are some great Christmas songs. There are classic Christmas songs. You know, the classics. White Christmas. Um, you know, baby, it's cold outside, even though it's been banned, I believe. Um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Silent Night. If you don't cry at the full version of Silent Night, then you better get test for an emotional uh, equivalency test. Um, other song, you know, uh, Silver Bells. Um, uh, some, you know, some more contemporary songs. Um, baby, I'll Be Home for Christmas. Uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. 
uh, Jingle Bells, you know, all these classics. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, you know, all these classics. And then there are some really great songs. Well, I would call them contemporary songs, but most people now wouldn't because one of them is over 50. One is about 51 years old. And another one is about um, almost 40 years old. Just wonderful, wonderfully written songs. And there have been a bazillion rockers who, you know, Wham! came out with Last Christmas and all these great songs. Um, one of my other favorites is Snoopy and the Red Baron, uh, Elvin and the Chipmunks. But the um, there have been two songs that really have impacted me. And I think, you know, as many uh, contemporary rock and rollers have tried to put out songs at Christmas time, some of them are just, you know, junk, just junk. You know, didn't, they feel the need to put out a Christmas song because it's commercial and it's not good. You know, Paul McCartney, great writer, great Beatle, great musician, very talented guy. I can't stand his Christmas song. Uh, you know, the Kings have a Christmas song, Father Christmas. It gives me a headache. Um, but Mariah Carey sings a remake of a Christmas song. I can't even think about it. Um, it's, 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 a, it's a great song. You know, Whitney Houston's cover of, of some Christmas song. You know who does a nice cover of a Christmas song on, on the special? On a special Christmas, the first uh, CD album that came out in uh, the 90s. Um, with artists who came together and recorded uh, Special Christmas. And I believe it was for those uh, children with special needs. Great. You, know, you had Mariah Carey, you had Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen's Christmas song is a great one. Uh, you better look out. You know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Great song. John Cougar Mellencamp sang on there. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Whitney Houston sang um, a beautiful song. And, um, uh, you know, the lead singer of, um, uh, you know, Run DMC did a great song on there, you know. It was just a wonderful, you know, really great record. Stevie Nicks did A Silent Night that is second to none on that CD. And I believe that came out in the mid-90s. Uh, Special Christmas, great. That's just, you know, just, just really a great, you know, Chrissy Hines. Oh, my God. Chrissy Hines sings a song on there. Chrissy Hines is one of the most, for the pretenders, is one of the most beautiful voices of all time. And, uh, you know, she sings a song, a Christmas song. It's just out of this world on, um, on, on that CD. It's just really uh Phenomenal. That was fantastic. Just fantastic. I mean, let's let's look, look the rundown on this uh, very special Christmas. Very special Christmas. Um, uh, looks like it might have come out in uh, 1980. Let's get the year on this thing. Uh, 1987. Special Productions. It came out. Very special Christmas. And just a really uh, great CD. I mean, you had the Pointer Sisters singing Santa Claus is coming to town. The Eurythmics singing uh, Winter Wonderland. Whitney Houston, Do You Hear What I Hear? Another Christmas classic. Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Merry Christmas Baby, The Pretenders. This is a, this is Chrissy Hines and The Pretenders, and she just has such a beautiful voice. This is the song that I just referenced, um, singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I mean, just unbelievably. You gotta, you gotta hit unbelievable. Unbelievably, is that a word? You gotta listen to that song. John Cougar Mellencamp, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa, Santa Claus. Sting singing Gabriel's Message. Sting is always, Sting is always so deep. You know what I mean? Uh, Run DMC, Christmas and Hollis. You two, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. Madonna, Santa Baby. Bob Seger, Little Drummer Boy. Brian Adams, Run Run Rudolph. Bon Jovi, Wish Every Day Could Be Like Christmas. And Alison Moyette, The Commentary Carol. And Stevie Nicks singing Silent Night. Some of the best. That's just a fantastic, fantastic, well, back in the day, CD. I mean, now you can download it. But just a, every artist on that song just knocks it out of the park. You know, singing classic Christmas songs. And then you have, you have uh, artists, contemporary artists, come together and create a new song. A new song that has impact. And I think uh, one of the most, two, there's two. There's two songs that I want to focus on. One is... Uh, the first one 
was done in 1984, and that was Do They Know It's Christmas in 1984, recorded on, actually it was recorded in on November 11th, 1984. It was put together by Bob um, Geldof uh, and written by Bob Geldof and Midge Ewer. And the song, the song was, um, the, the idea came about because of the 1983-85 famine in Ethiopia. And Geldof really took an interest in this and really uh, became um, his mission. And he was able to, to, to come together, write this song along with Midyear, and they, um, <clears throat> they 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 gathered some of the the biggest artists in Ireland and in in uh, England, and they put them together. And in November, on November twenty uh, fifth, they recorded this wonderful song. Phil Collins on the drums, U two, Sting, uh, Andy Taylor from um, uh, what was that? Uh, Duran Duran. Uh, Boy George, one of the greatest voices you'll ever hear. Boy George, uh, just, just a, a, an eclectic view. Some of the biggest stars. Phil Collins, I said on the drums, just really rocking it out. And this song was recorded and then it was released. And it was released in Britain on uh, December 3rd, 1984. And eventually this song sold 2.5 uh, million and then sold uh, 8 million, raised 8 million worldwide. And just one of the most beautiful, moving Christmas songs you'll ever hear, uh, because it, what it does is, it doesn't it doesn't make you feel bad. It's not saying you know while you're while you're while you're celebrating, shame on you because the rest of the world's suffering. What it's saying is while you're celebrating, be aware of that. There's more to the world. There's more than your tree. There's more than your world. It's just a beautiful song creates that awareness, and that awareness raised millions of dollars towards that cause. Uh, one of the most it's 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 one of my top favorite Christmas songs of all time. Not just because it's wonderfully written, it's wonderfully produced, um, and and the, and the artists are some of my favorites on this song. But also because of of the purpose of the song and the message of the song and the timing of the song. It's like this song captured the meaning of the Christmas holiday. Do they know it's Christmas at all? What a great song! What a impactful song. It's been recorded numerous times. It's a regular Christmas song now. It's You hear it regularly. 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 You say regularly. Regular, regularly. Regularly. I'm going to have a sip of coffee. Mm -mm. Don't you hate it? <clears throat> Don't you hate when people slurp on the phone? But in any event, it's recorded regularly, and uh, I think it's one of the greatest Christmas songs of all time. All time. Because it's not just... Um, I'll be home for Christmas. It's not just because it's celebrating the holiday and trying to capture it, but it's also delivering that message. And it's just so moving. It's so moving, you know. Uh, and there's that there's that one line where uh, you, uh, Bono, Bono from U2 steps forward and, and does the solo, Do you know, thank God it's them instead of you. He Actually, he was hesitant to do that, and Goldoff had to uh, to persuade him to sing that little beat. But that's just so moving. And that song, if that song doesn't give you chills and make you feel as if it's uh, Christmas and the real meaning of Christmas... Um, you got something, you got, you got something wrong, you know, but another great, you know, Christmas song that came out and came out with a purpose. I think another one of the greatest Christmas songs written by an iconic rock and roller is Happy Xmas War is Over, Hat by John Lennon. Happy Xmas War is Over. Again, a song that was, it was uh, released in 1971. It was the follow-up. It came after Imagine, his biggest single hit, uh, post-Beatle in 1971, that, that, that was a song with a message, and again, this song had a lot of depth. I mean, it, I don't, it, I don't know if it was a protest song, if it was more a song just saying, you know, here's the Christmas season, and uh, let's let's have peace. 
you know? Let's have peace. So this is Christmas. What have you done? Another year over, a new one begun. You know, war is over. And it is just such a beautiful song. Again, written for the season, delivering a message of what the season's about. Peace and love. That's what Christmas is about. You know, peace and love. And this song is written, this beautiful song, which is really, I think, an iconic Christmas song. Now, I would put this song up against White Christmas as an iconic Christmas song. The best Christmas song, I think, ever written solely by a rock and roller. The best Christmas song written by a Beatle, without question. Um, and just a wonderful song. And, and Lennon said when he, when he was writing this song, uh, after Imagine, he said, you know, when you, when you want to create uh, awareness or, you know, you want to get your message across, instead of just writing a, a, a type of protest, protest song, he said, you got to put a little honey on it. You got to, that's Lennon's quote, you got to put a little honey on it. So you put a little, you write something like Imagine, this beautiful song, Imagine, you know, and if you listen to the words of Imagine, just imagine living a life where all of these boundaries that are created, that create conflict of all kinds, are alleviated. Imagine that. And then that, that's one of the most beautiful songs ever written. And uh, Mary Xmas, uh, War Is Over, is right up there with that song. And uh, people say Xmas. Well, Xmas. Xmas is sacrilege. Actually, Xmas is not sacrilege. Actually, Xmas goes way back to the Celtic Christian times. And Xmas is, was, was the X was referred to Christ. And it was a, a sign for referring to Christ. So when people say Xmas is commercial, they're absolutely wrong. Xmas derives from uh, hundreds, of thousands, hundreds of thousands of years ago and is um, really just um, the writing of saying Christ. So they say, well, you know, Xmas, Xmas is commercial. Actually, you know what? Xmas is not commercial. You're a commercial, dude. Uh, Xmas is really uh, goes way back into into Celtic lore and uh, Ireland, and is um, not um, that way. But but Merry Christmas, Merry Xmas, War is over. Um, do they know it's Christmas? Just two wonderful, impactful songs. And if you haven't heard them yet this season, for gosh sakes, get on your whatever you get on your um, Pandora or whatever it is, and and look them up because these songs really capture the meaning. And, and this last weekend, going into the Christmas home run home rush, you know, home run stretch and all that kind of stuff. I, when I hear those songs, it, it gives me pause. I hear all the celebratory songs. I hear White Christmas and I hear Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and, you know, Silver Bells and all these, you know, all these great songs, all the classics that they, they wonderfully recorded on Special Christmas in the late uh, 80s, I correct myself. Drummer Boy, you know, beautiful Christmas songs, moving Christmas songs, you know, capture a season, but these two songs, Do They Know It's Christmas at All and Merry Xmas War is Over, to me, to me, in a contemporary sense, which still is applicable today, just take this season, mix it with some great um, artistry, great music, and uh, deliver that message and create awareness. And I, I just heard them both again yesterday, and, and they move me every time. So, uh, so as we're moving, oh, I hear you, Jungle Jim. And speaking of another movie musician, there's Jungle Jim playing up, get me out of here. I know, Jungle Jim, you're getting me out of here. You're getting me out of here. And uh, so here we are, the Sunday before Christmas, 12, 12, 19, 2021. Hope you're all having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend. Uh, this is Tim Marr. This is Failing Up. That's Jungle Jim. And um, please, please, please. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, wonderful week, and I'll hear you soon. Bye-bye.